According to science, porn is a supranormal stimulus. It activates the normal reward mechanism in our brain, but it do so at such a high level that we perceive it to be way more pleasurable than the average arousal stimulus. So let's let's say that again. What is porn? According to science, porn is a supra normal stimulus and supra normal is one word it's in quotation it activates the normal reward mechanism in our brains but it does so at such a high level that we perceive it to be way more pleasurable than the average arousing stimulus as porn caused men to see women mainly as a sex sex object? Well, that's a question and that's an open-ended question. I I really don't have the the answer for that. And um, if men see women as sex objects, uh, it's probably more than just sex. It's it's because of the way society is structured and how we view man and woman relationship it doesn't necessarily contributed from watching porn or watching too much porn uh, from my experience uh, i don't see women as a, a device only for sex because i watch a lot of sex so that's just me. I mean, this is an open-ending question. I don't have the answer to it. Um, as men see women mainly as sex objects because of porn, I, I don't know. Um, do we see them as something just to flip and spin and set in whatever uncomfortable position we see fit? Um, uh, no, uh, no, man, many men watch porn for the, the stimulus and others watch porn to learn new position and to gain confidence. Not every man watch porn for, for those reasons. There's a million other reasons why men watch porn, you know, but just to have women as sex toy is not the main reason why men watch porn, right? And remember in real life, certain sex position that you see are not pliable in real life. What do I mean by that? The, the popular positions in porn, people don't usually try those in real life, you know? The, the shots that you usually see in porn are called the money shots. You know, where the woman is positioned in such a way that the camera is all up in her business. But in real life, no, no one does that. I mean, one or maybe a few people, but that, that's not something that people do in their everyday life. So that's just the director's idea of the money shots. Okay, moving on. Another question. Does porn affect women same as men and we're not talking about in terms of stimulation getting arose 
we're talking about does it affect her in ways as objectifying men well as i said before i don't see men objectifying women as sex toys sex objects because of porn this was something long before porn come along this was something that was happening from the inception of man and woman dynamics man and woman relationship societies norms societies way of seeing how men and women get along that, that this isn't because of porn so if if women see men as how we see women in porn um i would i would not contribute that to porn per se you know women as i've always i've always find men attractive long before porn you know so it wouldn't be of because of porn why women are objectifying men vice versa are women expecting their men to perform as the men they see in porn uh maybe maybe some maybe you know it wouldn't be unexpected for a woman to watch porn and then in turn feel as if this is how every man should perform in real life and vice versa i want to be very fair and very honest right men watch porn and in some instances we do expect our women to perform as how the women in porn perform now is that realistic no not every woman is going to be as flexible as a porn star and dirty as a porn star nasty as a porn star and open-minded as a porn star and and bear you bear in mind that these women are being paid for what they're doing and in their real life they probably ate this kind of stuff or despise it so much that if it wasn't for getting paid you wouldn't be seeing this in film so no no all right uh sex has now become a sport in many men's mind uh yes yes not all men but in many men's mind uh we, we can elaborate on that or we can just skip past this one are men becoming totally out of sync with real world romantic relationship ah this is a very good one are men becoming totally out of sync with real world romantic relationship yes yes this is partly due to how society again is structured this is because of porn this is because of how fast everything is evolving everything is going we live in a disposable society so if the expect expectation isn't met in a duly timely fashion then you know men want to move on i mean the days of romance and courtship is possibly over i'm not saying it's over but it may be over and that's sad to admit you know romance isn't dead but it's dying and it's not because of porn i'm not defending porn but we can't blame every ills that society is face on porn right are men becoming totally out of sync with real world romantic relationship 
real world romantic relationships has been dying for a long time you know once we create a society where we put money over people then of course these things are going to happen you're working your woman is working the kids are being raised by school teachers and nannies. We don't have time for friendship. We barely stay in touch with anyone. We barely have time for ourselves. So real world romantic relationship is dying, yes. But again, I, I, I don't contribute to porn, you know. And I hate to be the, you know, the defender of porn, which I'm not, you know. But we can't blame all of the smut and filth in society on porn. Talking about smut and filth, how does society view porn? Yeah, um, degrading, nasty, smutty, filthy. But when you look at the country who watch porn the most, there are some of the most conservative, meaning the most conservative countries in the world that you can think of, they watch the most porn. The most restricted society, they watch the most porn. You know, when you look at the good old USA, you know, and we look at the more, are the most conservative states, you can do a simple Google search and you will see that these states watch the most porn. And the dirtiest, the filthiest, the nastiest, the most deprived, the, the, the thing that will churn your stomach. These are the people that watch the most porn. But they'll tell you, it's not good for you. It's not good for society. It's not good for humanity. It's not good for the soul, right? So how do you quantify the most religious, the most conservative people watching and enjoying the dirtiest, the filthiest, the nastiest type of porn. How do you quantify that as a society? It's an upside down world. How do we see porn star versus regular women? Porn stars are usually petite, curvy, lean, well made up, you know, um, the latest in, in attire and well presentable, well put together. But is that a reflection of what women look like in the real world? No, no. Porn stars are somebody's fantasy of what women should be like. It's, it's, it's just like what um, the lady the other day said about Little Kim. Uh, Little Kim is an imagination of Biggie Smalls. So Little Kim herself is not even Little Kim because he created the image that became Little Kim. You, you get the analogy? So when you see a porn star, this is not how she look in everyday life. And I need men who watch porn to understand this, that to have your woman and a porn star at the same standard is unfair because you're lusting and craving off of something that is someone else's imagination. How do we expect a woman to perform versus porn star? We expect our woman, uh, as we discussed before, uh, a bit like the porn stars. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, 
you know, you watch porn and it's comfortable to say you come home and you try certain things or you go to the bedroom and you try certain things and you want to imagine it as you see it in in the in the video in the porn video not all not every man not every woman but sometimes yes and you try these things some work some don't work but you know can they match up can they ever come close it 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 never match up to what you see in film you know how, how many men are willing to get down on their knees allow a woman to spit in their mouth um to crush their balls with their um their eels i mean what whatever you're into but it's it's never gonna be as you see on the video because a guy going at it for four and a half an hour you don't see the amount of cuts and takes and the amount of time that he put into getting that one shot that one scene or that one video it probably take days hours but you think this was accomplished in a few minutes but no you know so it's it's, it's never gonna match up um we we mentioned earlier the epidemic of erectile dysfunction in teens and adults alike because of porn and this is not just me saying this but you could go look it up for yourself that an overwhelming amount of men and teens are having erectile dysfunction disabilities um due to overstimulation of watching porn right this is a epidemic this is something that people are seeking treatment for right and and this contributed by porn addiction and overcome consumption of porn from an early age yes the overconsumption of porn from young teens or young teenage years until adulthood has caused many men to have early sexual dysfunction erectile dysfunction and doctors are treating the symptoms they're not treating the cause you know they're, they're not aware of the epidemic of what porn do to someone who overstimulates and overwatch and overdose on porn you know the more you watch the more the less stimulated you are and the more depraved your habits become because it takes more and more to stimulate you and get you aroused and get you in the mood so you can see how that will affect someone who binge watch or od on on porn from teenage years on to adulthood teenagers are having erectile dysfunction issues yes we know it's common for young men to have anxiety before sex but this is not what we're talking about we're talking about young men unable to perform because they're having sexual issues not anxiety issues but erectile dysfunction issues how is that happening it's happening because as we stated up talked before that an overwhelming amount of teenagers are watching porn from an early age i start watching porn at 13 14 and um i can't say i was ever addicted but i didn't get a chance to i didn't have 
um, the luxury of cable TV until I was in my, you know, mid-twenties. Um, I couldn't afford a VHS, a VCR. So those things wasn't a luxury for me. So luckily, you know, I didn't get addicted. But I can see how. And I can understand how kids have an access to the internet and the ability to, you know, do things without parental supervision can get addicted to the porn. All right, so we're coming to the end of um segment. Um, so what have we learned? We, we learned that porn is a silent epidemic and um, more and more young people are getting addicted to porn and the idea of a young man having sexual issues in the bedroom is not uncommon nowadays where we see where the idea of being more religious more conservative doesn't necessarily translate to being holy or righteous and this is why the podcast is called The Righteous Sinner because it's an oxymoron, right? So for those who you know to be the most righteous, most upright, they may be the more the most deviant in our society. What goes beyond what goes on behind these closed door, you know? We don't know. And yet still some of these people are the one that get to make get to make the decisions as to what we consume and what we don't consume, you know. But uh, <clears throat> where were we? Yeah. All right. So winding down, I must admit that I do enjoy porn, and I've been watching porn since my early teens. My preference, I prefer black porn or maybe interracial porns but what's your favorite and um what are some of your favorite porn stars you know as we come into a society who is more accepting of itself and it ilks and its ills what are some of the things that we are willing to admit you know i think those will free us up and those will he's your mind and he's your conscience and one could have a more clearer vision of where society will be in, in the future. So, yes, uh, thank you. And uh, we'll see you in the next edition of the Righteous Sinner podcast. Um, thank you for listening. This is your host, Klaka.